What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Spectators. We missed last week, but we are back. I was out. Brooklyn was working the Bucks game. We're work focused on some football. The wild card round was last week. We just got the division around, and we are ready to talk about it, dude. We got a lot to talk about. We got pretty much the four best teams in the conference championship, and that feels good. It's kind of nice to see the, the teams that deserve to be there being there. Brooke, how you doing? I'm doing great. How about them Cowboys? How about them? We starting <laughs> off just like that? Just like that. It's always a great day when you can just relive the traumas of Cowboy fans. It's great. There's nothing I love more than seeing Cowboy fans suffer. It's so fun. Very sadistic of you. I like it. I like it. I mean, yeah. they get they get their they get their first win against the Bucks, and you know they're probably feeling good. Like we finally beat, we finally beat Tom Brady. Woo! Yeah, yeah, of course you were gonna beat Tom Brady. He is the shell of himself. He threw sixty six times. If Tom has to throw sixty six times, you're winning. Like how bad is so. the rest of the team gotta be that you gotta throw sixty six times the game? Dear Lord. Uh, so the Cowboys run over them, and then they they just face their daddies over the last handful of years. And truthfully, it's everybody's daddies. I mean, the 49ers are just like the pinnacle of an organization. Are they like yeah. the best organization in sports right now? Maybe like the Astros and then like the 40. And granted, the 49ers haven't won a Super Bowl. But like they win consistently every year. They lose guys. Doesn't matter. They just, yeah, it seems like they're never too far out of being at least a contender yeah. every like so many years. Because like, yeah, they'll they'll have their stars, they'll have their run, they'll make it to like a conference championship game, maybe even a Super Bowl. Yeah, they might lose it. Yeah, and it, it might all fall apart after that. But guess mm -hmm. what? They might be back in the next two years, three to five, or yeah. even seven years on the long end. Which I mean. That may sound like a lot, but there's teams that they they decades. have that like decades. that ride off into the sunset and make it to a conference championship, Super Bowl, World Series, whatever, and then they might not ever see that again for the next like twenty yeah. years. Yeah. So it's like for you to be able to rebuild that, cool. I think it's important to note too that since the 49ers have kind of made their their resurgence in the last 10, 15 years or so, uh pretty much when they got Alex Smith. This is their fourth different quarterback to start a conference championship since Alex Smith was the quarterback. Smith, Kaepernick, Garoppolo, and now Mr. Irrelevant Brock Purdy. And he's maybe the best of all of them is what's crazy. Like, he's looked so good. at Obviously, like, the Kaepernick days were, like, insane. And he was, like, yeah, he was propelling them to be better. Then they probably were. Hey, people forget how how he was good in, Kaepernick oh was. God. Kaepernick was unreal. He was people so forget. so good, especially um, in that prime 49ers days. But Brock Purdy has looked pretty fantastic, and he has held the ship down. And I mean, he's not like a world beater. Like they're not expecting Purdy to go out there and put up Brett Favre, sling it out, get the ball to Devo, and make it work. But when you have <laughs> the best defense in the league this year which the 49ers have, and one of the best offensive lines, especially when it, it comes to committed to like the zone run scheme, then you have the best running back in the league in Christian McCaffrey and maybe the best second running back in the league in Elijah Mitchell. It's like... Hey, he, he was doing his thing last night. No. 
Mitchell's really good. And I mean, this is a talented team and they struggled yesterday on offense for the first time since like week four against the Cowboys, because if I'm going to give the Cowboys any credit from yesterday, and I will give them a little bit of credit, the Cowboys defense, they figured out like how to make the modern NFL defense. You know what that is? You get one or two dogs at the line and you make everybody else in the defense faster than everybody on the offense. (laughs) You make them as fast as you can, and you have like an explosive guy or two on the line, Micah Parsons, and they got, um, why am I blanking on his name? Uh, The other Lawrence, not Lawrence. DeMarcus. DeMarcus, yeah, DeMarcus. I was thinking Dexter. I'm like, that's the Giants. Um, Wrong guy. Um, You get two dogs in the line, and then everybody else is just faster. Debo looked lost yesterday whenever he was touching a ball. Uh, even McCaffrey didn't look great at times, yeah. but they were able to like string together some some drives, and they had some help from the special teams, getting them some good field position on some of their their uh, their touchdown drive, and 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 I will even give them credit on that last drive up until that last play. But we're gonna get into that. That okay. was wild. But like, no timeouts. They had a minute, and it looked like Dak was gonna make something happen, leading them down the field. But then. Yeah. <laughs> Schultz like Schultz doesn't get, get his get, toe down the, and he doesn't get the toe down doesn't make the catch and then the play before that he gets outside but he like starts running back so then because of some weird forward progression move he starts going backwards and the clock doesn't stop so now it's like well that that's just messed yeah. up all the mojo here and it's yeah. like you get those two plays and if you just keep on going like you probably just got a whole hell of a lot of chunk of yards yeah. within what 20 seconds and at least like you mentioned that last play that doesn't have to happen because now at the very worst you act, you have a hail mary opportunity and yeah. especially down seven like you just throw it up and hope and they they weren't able to do that they were 70 yards away and uh that was just not gonna happen that last play was um Something. (laughs) Watching that play, the first time I just watched it through, which was right before we recorded this, because I didn't get a chance to watch a lot of the game. I saw bits and pieces of it. Then I got to see the recaps as got ready for this. If you look at the top part of the screen, it's just like four O-linemen, and they hike the ball, and they have to just stand there because they can't run down the field because then it'll be a legal man downfield. So they have to get it out quick, and then they can run. By the time that even happened, the play was already dead because he got blown up. It was a horrible play design because there was no blockers. There was no blockers. And and the one blocker there is is Zeke, who got laid out. The center Zeke, by the way. He got laid out. Which and also, it's just like, what are, what are you trying to accomplish with that play? Like, I, I wish there was a little more progression on that so we yeah. could, like, see what the end game was after it developed. But, like, you couldn't because Zeke got blown up. And I don't even remember who they passed it to, but he got demolished. Yeah, it, it, was, not a, it was not an ideal <laughs> play design. But, I mean, that's easy to say in hindsight when it got blown up in one second. Maybe it was the Mega Mind play that just the 49ers were ready because they played man. Because they're like, why wouldn't we play man? Like, look at the left side of the field. Why wouldn't we play man? <laughs> Duh. And, you know, Zeke gets pancaked on that, and that's just, like, the ultimate encapsulation of his game. Uh, Zeke, 10 rushes, 26 yards, not particularly good. His long rush of the game was five. <laughs> five? Let, let him cook. 
Let him cook. <laughs> yeah, uh, Cook, yeah, Zeke is likely cooked, and I don't know what his contract situation is looking like. I'm pretty sure he got extended like two years ago, and he's on this books for like a couple years. He, I would have a hard time believing is going to be a Cowboy next season. Yeah, I, I definitely do agree that this is probably the last time we ever see Dak and Zeke play together. Which is good because this has just not worked. I saw a really good tweet, and we'll get into the, the team I'm about to bring up in a second. But <laughs> Jalen Hurts made a conference championship before Dak and Zeke, and Dak and Zeke had a six-year head start. <laughs> it's like, man, bro. And it's not like these Cowboy teams have been bad. They've been really good. They've had great defenses. They've had the best O-line for, like, five of these eight years in this period already. It's like, bro, got to figure it out. Because there is a point. Yeah. There is a point where you look at the Niners, and you're like, man, they're doing this in spite of the fact that their quarterback is Brock Purdy because their roster is amazing. And then you look at the Cowboys, you're like, wow, this roster is amazing. And they're not doing it because of Dak Prescott. Because when the games matter the most and they're not playing, you know, the Giants or, or the the batter than not actually that good Tom Brady uh, bucks. It's like 206 <laughs> yards, two picks, a lot Bro, of Dak incompletions on so, third down. Deck looks so good against, against the bucks where there was points in the week with like, I'm seeing all the hype videos and the, uh, all that. And I'm just like, damn, I saw, I, if he plays like that and, we might have something with the Cowboys. And then it's just like, well, nah. I saw nah. a TikTok, and I don't know who the, the podcast was or anything like that. I would love to know so we can call him out. This guy, granted, he was a Cowboys fan. He was wearing a Cowboys shirt. He said after that game that Dak Prescott was the third best quarterback in the league. He said it you was Mahomes, <laughs> I just saw Burrow, that Dak. And I saw that, and I'm just he wasn't even a third best quarterback in wildcard weekend. It's funny because he started with that he's the fourth best and then switched Allen. And yeah, he, he switched. He switched. Josh he switched Allen and Prescott and made him the third best quarterback. Unreal. I saw that literally like an hour before live. <laughs> Dude, he wasn't even the third best quarterback of last week. And he's saying he's a third in the league. And it's like, yeah, come on, bro. Dude. Come on, bro. <laughs> I feel bad. Again, I don't think Dak's a bad quarterback by any means. I just think, like, you can be somebody with less talent than Dak, Brock Purdy, and more successful because, for lack of a better colloquialism, you have that dog in you, right? And it's yeah. it, it, it really matters. Like, when having a guy who's poised and not bothered and – and all those intangibles is so important. And, you know, I don't want to spend another 15 minutes talking about the Cowboys, but it kind of is what it is. They underperformed. 12 points is not going to win you a game. And guess what? You choked in the divisional round again. The Cowboys will be good again next year. I guarantee you they wind up being good again next <laughs> year. I, pr I promise. And we're going to have the yeah. same conversation next year. January playoffs are about to start. The Cowboys will be 11 and 6, 12 and 5, 13 and 4, whatever it is. And it's going to be the same thing. It's actually insane. It's the definition of insanity what we do with the Cowboys. Not us, but like as media members and as fans. Like 
what we do with this team. Oh, it's different this time. It's not different. Never will be. Never will. Be. It's wild. <laughs> so there, 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 there's nothing else to really say about it other than it's wild. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I do feel a little bit bad. They want to play in like the 49ers, and the 49ers are like maybe the best team I've seen since like a Brady Patriot squad. Like they're nuts. This squad is insane. I can't but think hey, of one. Maybe like you're, the, you're... the first championship, like with Mahomes, like might have been a better team than this. I don't think there's been a better one since. So. When you're America's team, it'll matter who you're playing. Yeah. Go, 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 do it. Since you guys are are built like that, built different, built different. Uh, let's stay so. in the conference and let's go over to this Giants Eagles game. There's not a whole lot to talk about here, except I want to have the smallest victory lap ever. Because I was told by several people that Daniel Jones was him. Franchise quarterback. This, that, and the other thing. Daniel Jones is really, really painfully okay. Painfully okay. He had a QBR of 11 in this game. I don't love QBR as a stat. The QBR of 11 in this game. Uh, he had a quarterback rating of 53. I don't love quarterback rating either, especially the ESPN one. But that's just kind of what I have in front of me. He was not very good. He threw a pick. No touchdowns. Nobody was open. I mean, his best receiver for the last month and a half of the year had one catch for three yards. And, you know, I think the Eagles are significantly better. I will also say in this victory lap that the Giants had a lot to be proud of. They had a way better year than they should have. They have a bottom. Yeah. And, I, and I still mean this, despite losing to them. As a Vikings fan, I still mean this. I think they have a bottom seven roster in the league. They have one of the better coaches in the league. But, Dable's dope. But the coach of the year, Brian Dable, who's likely going to be coach of the year if Sirianni doesn't win it. I think Sirianni should win it, as we saw in this game. Sirianni versus Dable this year. Dable lost three games in a row. In all three of the games, went down at least two scores before the Giants put up a, put up anything. In all three of the games, they were down at least 14. I get your coach of the year. I get the roster's not as good. At some point, if this continues in the next year, and the Giants play the Eagles two more times, and they lose two more times, and now Brian Dable's 0-5 versus the best team in the division, there's going to have to be a conversation. There's going to have have to be a conversation. The best coaches in the league beat their rivals every so often. And losing three times in a year, it's his first year. I want to put, you know, this isn't overreacting. It's just like the the Eagle, the Eagles have been on a steamroll. Like the two games that they lost, it was weird, whatever. Cool. Like you're a 10 and 18 that somehow got to be 10 and 8. No problem. Don't don't bring this into next year now too. And well, then, like and say, and that's go. a big problem too. Is <laughs> the Giants are the only team that made the playoffs? Maybe with the Ravens. The Ravens might be in the same category, and the Bucks as well. So there's really three teams that made the playoffs this year that I have very legitimate concerns about coming into next year. The Giants have to re-sign Daniel Jones and or Saquon. They have to pick one or neither. Do you re-sign a running back who? As great as he's been. This was his best season. This was his best season. He still wasn't. That's because he was actually on the field. Yeah, that that was because he was actually on the field. Injuries Uh, have kept him off. But okay, but regardless. Let's do do a game real quick, right? 
Saquon okay. Barkley. Is he better than Christian McCaffrey? No. Derrick Henry? No. Is he better than Dalvin Cook? No. I would probably say yes, but I hear you. Um, is he better than Miles Sanders? We saw them head-to-head in this game. I still say yes. Okay. Yeah. So, and that's just the first three I could think of. Like, I, I'm not even going. No. Is he better than Jonathan Taylor? <laughs> definitely this year. <laughs> I definitely not. not even this year. <laughs> is he better than Alvin Kamara? Yeah. Is he better than Nick Chubb? That, that's probably, like, right toe-to-toe. <laughs> is he better than Josh Jacobs? Probably, yeah. Okay, so we have you probably. probably have them about four or five in terms of running backs then, more yeah. or less, right? No. Yeah. Are you going to extend this number four, five running back for five years, whatever you consider the max in the NFL, on a second after two injuries, one in college, one in the pros? Like, I, I would love to, but no. <laughs> As an organization, like, I like, you, you can't, can't allow that. And so now the, issue, now the issue comes – I'm not trying to sound like I'm hating on the Giants. Like uh, This is just the situation that it is. You have to go in and be like, hey, we had a top five rushing offense this year. That was in part because of Saquon. Matt Burita was a great backup. Daniel Jones was a great runner, right? He had 700 yards on the ground this year. That's part Crazy. of what made this happen. So you have all these things. You're not going to re-sign Saquon to keep Daniel Jones. Just say Example, right? How do you replace a top five running back in an offense that runs off the running back when you don't particularly have a great rushing O-line? It's a good rushing O-line. It's not great. So yeah. now you have to spend draft capital to go get Bijan Robinson in the first round of the draft, and now you're not getting an edge rusher that you desperately need, a safety that you desperately need, a DB that you desperately need. Like, you're sacrificing these other great positions to keep a run game that's good and your defense is still going to be mediocre. Um, again, it, it's not hating. Are genuine questions, though. It, these are just like, they're one of the three teams that I don't know if they're going to be better going into next year. I think almost every other team should, in theory, be better going into next year. Obviously, the last four wind up losing team, losing players. So when you're in the conference championship, it gets a little weird, but... Of the divisional and on, like yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if the Giants are nine and seven at the end of next year again. I just don't know. That, that's the thing on a on a weird year where you go ten eight and one. Like, yeah. how do you even know how to replicate that as a as a team? Like, do you do you guys even know how it happened? Well, this is Brian Dable's first <laughs> year, so we'll see. I mean, I believe in him as a coach. It's just I, I do too. I love the guy. Yeah, I, I love the guy. I think, I think he's, he's awesome. great for the Giants. No. I, I love the hire when it first happened. It it just built a fire within the team that they desperately needed. So it's like cool. If if anybody could do it, I I do think he could. Just it, it's going to be hard. They're just in the, one of those hard. positions that we think is the worst in sports, and that's like a bottom playoff team where like you don't want to rebuild because you have some pieces and you can make the playoffs but like you're not going to necessarily do anything in the playoffs they're starting to get into that situation you know that's why there's a reason when you usually get a new head coach you like to rebuild that first year to like no. get new guys in the building and it, it, it i don't know maybe they're better than me maybe the organization's smarter than i am right now and they figure it out i don't know we'll see but the Eagles look, we spent all this time talking about the Giants. The Eagles look amazing. They look so good. 
They do, and I'm very excited for this NFC uh, Conference Championship game because Eagles and 49ers, that's probably the best matchup we could have possibly gotten. Yeah, I mean, they were the two best teams in the NFC all year. Yeah. Yeah. So this is going to be fun. Two very high-powered offenses. I saw a stat today. I don't don't remember the numbers off my head, but it was Purdy and uh, Hurts in college, and they pretty much had a shootout. Yeah, so they, they had they played Iowa State versus Oklahoma. This was the uh, the Heisman year for for Hertz, and I don't remember. They both put up that. over like it was a it was like a one point game. Yards. It was a one point game. It was a shootout, forty one forty two, and Hertz wound up winning it because Oklahoma was great that year. But that was like the year before Iowa State became really good, and the next year Brock Purdy settled in with Brees Hall in that backfield, and Iowa State was a powerhouse that next season so it makes sense and cool to see like a random college come up and come back in a conference championship pretty cool too the big 12 never had a never had a quarterback in the nfl win a playoff game there's been three this playoffs pretty cool yeah brock purdy with two and Jalen with one pretty cool shout out purdy Shout out Purdy. So it's a uh, shout out to the Big Twelve, I guess. <laughs> I guess some people will be mad that we're calling uh, Hertz a Big Twelve quarterback. He is absolutely a Big Twelve quarterback. You can't pull him out of the championship game and tell me he's not a Big Twelve quarterback. <laughs> Sorry, Alabama. <laughs> Which is wild. <laughs> Definitely got benched in, <laughs> in a championship game, and now he's balling in, in the NFL. I don't know if anybody – at that yeah. moment, I remember watching that championship, too, in Alabama, and we're like, dude, this Hurts guy stinks. There was never a time watching that where I'm like, yeah, that guy's going to be in the NFL. Never mind, yeah, like, never mind, like, one of the better quarterbacks in the league, somewhere in the top eight, I don't know where, somewhere in there. Yeah. Yeah. The, this, team, this team's amazing, and – they do what you need to do to win football games in the playoffs. That's run the ball and control tempo. And that's one thing that the 49ers and the Eagles both do pretty well. It's run the ball, control tempo. They have schemes. I think it's always like an honor as an organization to have people be like, you could throw any quarterback in there and like they would do good. It's like, yeah, we're doing our job as an organization then. <laughs> nice. We built a real team that doesn't need just like right. The best guy ever to throw it around. And there's nothing wrong with having the best guy ever. But guess what? There's one guy in this league that can do that. That's Patrick Mahomes. Every other team, you need a full organization to make this work. And uh, Eagles and the Niners, I think, are the two best organizations, at least, remaining. And they've done really good jobs between the draft and just building talent and making stuff work. So, Absolutely. Uh, who do you have in that game? That's um that's a great question. <laughs> I'm gonna stick with the Niners. I think the Niners are really, 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 really scary. They are. Um for for the sake of fun, I'll I'll go Eagles just so we could have a little little thing going. But yeah. I don't remember that's what my preseason th- pick was, but I'm like ninety eight percent sure that I did say Eagles Niners were gonna be in the conference championship before the season started, so yeah, I don't even remember mine. <laughs> we we got to go back and look at that. We do got to go back. I might have been four for four. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I don't remember how I felt about the Chiefs. I'm pretty sure I said the Chiefs were going to make the playoffs and go on a run, but they were going to suck in the regular season. I'm pretty sure it's like <laughs> the verbatim that I said. Um, 
Yeah, so so I'll go Eagles. You got Niners. I'm I'm pretty sure I I had um the Bills in the that conference sound, championship. Sounds right. But good, good that, that proves to be that proves to be wrong because they did lose twenty seven to ten against the Bengals last night. You know, Joe Burrow is the second best quarterback in the league. He just he, he is ridiculously incredible like he's so poised and he's everything that i was saying dak wasn't but he he just is he's so poised and even when he makes bad throws and he does make bad throws and he's thrown interceptions not in this game but in general he's made bad throws and some bad decisions this was a snow flurry of a game that he which wasn't even like talked about it it just came out of nowhere yeah where we had a blizzard i I didn't really see anything going into the game that it was going to be that way but here we are and Joe was just under control and he looked confident and him and Jamar looked great together. And I mean, it's not like anybody like really popped off. He was just throwing all of his receivers. There was like six guys with double digit yards. Everybody kind of did well. Joe looked pretty good. And it's not even like he went crazy in this game. But again, the control and they got the ball first, first drive. They won the toss. They said, we want it. They charged down the field. They get a stop, get the ball back. Charge down the field. You blink. 14 nothing. You're like, Uh-oh. in Buffalo, and the Bills are like, whoa, hold on. Hold yeah, on, they, hold they on, hold on. They weren't ready for any of that. No, and I mean, there was a, there was a point in this game where it was 17 to 10. And I'm looking, and I'm like, that's wild. This is a one-score game. The Bills still don't have a chance. I had zero confidence at any point in this game that the Bills were going to win it. And, I mean, that happens. And, I mean, there's been times where, like, oh, they have no chance. And they wind up coming back and winning games. Like, look at Jacksonville last week. But it didn't feel it. I, I It was never there. And I think there is a sizable gap. I don't know how big. I don't know how sizable. Between Joe Burrow and Josh Allen. I think that Josh Allen has been given a lot of credit. I'm not going to put this game fully on him. I think there's a lot of small things wrong with the bills that they really need to improve on. They kind of won a lot of games this year off the back of Josh Allen and just like swinging first and really hard. And then when they had to play these like elongated games that were like stretch them out, fight them off, they didn't really win them. They lost to the Vikings in that weird one. They lost to the Dolphins early in the year. And I mean, they only had three losses this year, but like, yeah. There was like, and, and it's definitely been a tough year with like all the injuries that they've had. Yeah, and, and I mean that's that. and like, that's definitely a thing, but I don't want to say injuries. The the Bengals were down two and a half line O linemen in this game. No, not and, not and at they all, and they still couldn't put pressure on them. It's kind of interesting. Josh Allen plays worse in bad weather, which is like not a trait you want out of your Buffalo Bills quarterback. Every time it's like a blizzard, he's not at his best. Which yeah. Maybe they need to practice more in the snow. I don't really know what that requires. And, and especially when there's no plans to put a dome in the new stadium that they're thinking about making. Yeah, it's really dumb. It's really dumb. Put a, put a roof on it, please. It, it They can't be having this happen. You put a roof on it, and it's still, <laughs> you guys are guaranteed to see a Super Bowl in Buffalo. So That's true. Whether or not it's you in it. <laughs> guaranteed at some point. It, here's the thing, man. Here, here's Here's the bottom line. Josh Allen 
has been given a lot of credit offers natural talent and his ability as he 100% deserves. But at some Absolutely. point, at some point, he has to beat Joe or Patty. And he just yeah. hasn't done it yet. And so until that point comes and this team's window is getting shorter and shorter, I mean, this is already going into the, the fourth year where they were like favorites coming into the year. Something's got to get. And, it, and especially after the game, I, I know emotions are high. It's it's always easy to be like, oh, this guy's going to leave now. But like seeing what we saw out of Diggs, it's like, do we still have the Allen to Diggs combo? I I mean, they were significantly know. worse the second half of the year. Something happened between them. I don't know. Diggs has yes. done this before. This isn't like new. Like and, and and that's what I'm saying. So like, I'm I'm not looking too deep into it, but it's definitely something to be talked about. Because if you do lose Diggs, that's that's tough. That's super that, that's tough. really tough, and that's going to put a big big damper on your window if that thing is even like remotely cracked after that at all. Yeah. So. Yeah, there's there's question marks there. I I don't I don't want to overreact for the Bills or anything like that, but they do have very clear weaknesses. They they need another edge rusher. When Von Miller got hurt, they forgot how to rush the quarterback. They need another edge rusher or somebody to get after the quarterback. They absolutely need a running game. I don't care how they They, do it. I don't care how they do it. I don't think James Cook is that bad. I don't think Devin Singletary is that bad. Why don't they get run? Why don't they get play? I mean, maybe they're not that good. I don't really know. You need to figure out a, a rushing attack because Josh Allen can't be eight of your 19 total rushes in a game in the snow. Yeah. That just can't go. Exist. Go try to get Saquon. Go try to get Zeke. Go go try to make something happen. Go get somebody. There's like quite you, a guys few should have, you guys should have tried to go get CMC when that was even a, an option. That, that would have been the move right there. Yeah. You add CMC to this team... Mm. A lot of changes. A lot changes. Yeah. Like they are dominant right they're, now. They're a better blocking. And they're probably yeah, they're so. probably moving on to the next round. I don't know. But, the way they got their butt whipped yesterday, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know if CMC is helping it. I don't know. I don't know. Well, that's the thing, especially a snow game. Like you you need a, a running game. And I, I know Burrow was <laughs> throwing it through the air. So like it <laughs> it could go both ways, but like snow games, it's gonna come down to the run. I mean you and... say that, but the Bengals rushed the ball thirty four times yesterday. So No. Thirty four versus nineteen. You win games through the ground in the playoffs. That's just kinda how it goes. No matter how good or yeah. bad your running backs are, you win and lose games on the ground in the playoffs. Yeah. And um, you know, the Bengals look really good. We've kind of talked more about the teams that lost than that have won. The Bengals look dangerous. They've been the best team in the league for the last 10 or so weeks. Outside of the Niners, those two have been the best teams streaking, surging towards the finish line. Joe Burrows looked amazing. And um, I don't know. This is, a, this is a weird situation for the Bills. Yeah. It's a very weird one. To the last game we go, the best game of the weekend. <laughs> which is kind of crazy to me. I know the Niners game was like close, but this this was the best game of the weekend right here. Jacksonville at Kansas City. Trevor Lawrence was pretty good. He, he, he didn't look fantastic. He looked pretty good, right? 
Patrick Mahomes gets absolutely folded like a lawn chair. <laughs> and I looked at that Van Hoffman off the field, and he's begging to stay on the field. Let me in, let me in. He winds up coming back in the second half. He gets whatever quarter zone shot, whatever they put into that ankle. It probably had the strongest horse tranquilizer of all time. Just Man. stab him, let him fly. Apparently it was a high ankle sprain. And he made some of the Patrick Mahomes plays that we know him to make in that second half to win this game. They won this game in the second half. Like, I know they scored the same in the second half. They Both, both teams scored 10. He made the plays that they needed to go down and win this game. It was really on him, despite him looking like he couldn't hand the ball off, despite him not being able to take step back and drop back passes like he's typically accustomed to. He had a I am the best quarterback moment. And there's a reason whenever we talk about the top guys, nobody's really saying anybody else is number one because what you saw on Saturday from Patty was pretty incredible. His his greatness is undeniable, and he yeah. proves that year in and year out. Doing stuff like this, yeah. he gets hurt. He should be out of the game. We should have... The weird appearance of of Henny, Chad Henny yeah. coming out of nowhere. I, I didn't. Even, I heard the name. I was like, "Who?" I couldn't believe he was still in the league. <laughs> so like, and and shout out to Henny. That was probably the biggest drive of his career, right there. Because you maybe you kept maybe you you come maybe. in out of nowhere. You shouldn't be maybe. in this game. This maybe. is a big game. You go and you get them a score. Yeah. And then you, you ride really off good. into the he sunset. Looked, he looked really good in that drive too. Because look look at the I know I know hindsight's crazy, but like this is a seven point game. Yeah. The, that one by his touchdown. So it's like it's the, <laughs> the narrative. It's the narrative. Anything is possible, baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like shout out to him, but again, Pat comes back in and you see him hobbling. All over the field, trying to run, skipping and hopping and zipping and zagging, going crazy. And he makes it work. And and that's why his greatness is just undeniable. Because when you need him most, he is going to show up. There's never a time, like, maybe outside of the, a weird, like, game or two. Where it's like, damn, Pat, Pat played bad. He didn't really show up. Yeah. He's always going to show up. Yeah. So... And I mean, you know, last year, Bengals take him to OT, and he throws a pick in OT, winds up losing it. Tough. It, it happens. happens. It, it does yeah, happen. It happens. I mean, but for the most part, this guy is is pretty much a, a one-man wrecking crew, and he still has a good team around them. But everybody thought the Chiefs were going to be worse coming into this year. They lose Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill goes from a really good receiver to a number two receiver in the league. We thought he was going to be worse. People thought Tyreek Hill was going to have a worse year. Patrick was going to have a worse year. They were going to be worse together. They were both going to be sad about it. Both no, I had, thought it was complimentary. <laughs> both had career years. Patrick's going to win an MVP. Tyreek Hill would probably win Offensive Player of the Year if Justin Jefferson didn't exist. And look at where we're at. Patrick Mahomes in his fifth consecutive conference championship. It's it's pretty remarkable. I've seen some some cool comparisons, which I don't fully like doing comparing the new to the old guys because of the, the way game the game is just so different but they were like tom to patrick right 
those were like the parallels. Then you had like Joe Burrow to Peyton Manning, and that was the parallel. And then you had Josh Allen to they said Big Ben. I did see a kind of a better one. That was the Phillip Rivers that I really liked. Uh, they feel pretty similar, except Phillip does obviously wasn't a runner, but they feel pretty similar in a, in a lot of regards. Yeah. Which, if you opened the the TikTok of that and read the comments, you would think Philip Rivers was a bum. <laughs> People were like, "No, bro, just no way, Josh Allen's Philip Rivers. No way." It's like Philip Rivers is a Hall of Famer. You better relax and respect this man. And and you know, Josh Allen will probably have a Hall of Fame career. Hopefully, if, if, if he stays he, healthy, if, then there's no reason he it, wouldn't if he stays healthy. But if, if he never ha- gets a ring and doesn't pull out, he he's Philip Rivers. Yeah, Philip Rivers. Which isn't a bad thing. It's just kind of the way it goes, no. man. It's just no. the way it goes. And listen, I hope it happens. I think it'll happen one day. But in what, like, realm are the Bills or, like, any AFC team realistically going to have a window here? Because you have Patrick Mahomes, who's going to be good for, at the very minimum, and this is the low end, it's going to be more than this, but he's going to be great. Probably the best quarterback in the league for another five years. Probably closer to 10, but we'll say five years. Joe Burrow will be probably number two for the next 10 years. Trevor Lawrence looked fantastic. He's right there in the come up. You have Justin Herbert right there, too. You have five great quarterbacks. That's not considering Lamar Jackson, who's probably better than Herbert and and Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. Like, like where does the window come from? Like, you have to hope so many things either go right or your team just is perfect just to get past one of those guys. <laughs> yeah, the, the AFC is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Like, this is Mahomes' worst team we've ever seen him with, and they dominated this year. So when is that going to change? If if he if he won 14-3 and with this team and they've already won a playoff game... And they're probably favorites. I don't know what it's looking like, but they're probably favorites at home versus the Bengals again. Yeah. And, and say they and make another the Super Bowl, I, three Super Bowls in four years, and that was his worst team. That's the thing. I don't see it changing for as long as Andy Reid is there because as much as we give credit to yeah, Pat and what he does, you have to give credit to Andy Reid. That man is a genius. He's a absolute genius, and he he's the mastermind to this whole thing. That is the Kansas City Chiefs run. Yeah. So, like, as long as Andy is there, that this team is gonna be a force. So, so it's like you got to get comfortable with seeing them at, at least in in the divisional round every year. Yeah. I'm I'm sure there'll be a year where. Where we're not getting Patty in the conference. It'll like happen. It'll it'll happen. It's it's gonna happen. Whether Everybody's it's an gonna go or a oh, weird Patty's loss. cooked, this, that. It'll it's gonna happen. The narrative's gonna be there, and then guess what? They're gonna come back the next year and they're gonna make it to the Super Bowl. <laughs> so it's like, just stop. It, yeah. Appreciate the greatness. See it. He's a dog. Yeah. Ab- absolute dog of a quarterback. And and get comfortable because th- this is our modern day. And I'm not comparing the name but you're right. with the achievement-wise. But this right. is our modern-day Tom Brady. Right. It just is. Like, there's th- no I way think, around it. I think more realistically, the better comp is Aaron Rodgers. I think Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers are, like, really, really comparable to each other outside the fact that 
Mahomes is more prone to turnovers than Rodgers throughout his career. Mm -hmm. But I think, like, if you ask a lot of people who have, like, been watching football, they're probably the two most talented quarterbacks you've ever seen. It's Rodgers and, and Mahomes. And obviously we consider Brady to be the best. It was the longevity. It was the accolades. It was the just the winning and the culture and everything that he's done over his career. And it's it's all that. But I, I do feel like it's a little bit more comparable to Rodgers, just not out of comparison, but just if we're going to throw a name out there, sake, right? Mm -hmm. Hopefully he wins a second ring and doesn't become Rodgers. That would be nice. And yeah. I don't know, man. There will be a, a full narrative switch. Not switch, but like there will be something to talk about if Mahomes cannot beat Burrow again and he's still winless against Burrow in this conference final, which is very possible. Yeah, because at that point, are, are you putting Burrow number one? Yes. No, 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 no. Mahomes is still better, regardless. Regardless of what happens in this game, I don't care if Burrow throws for 700 yards, doesn't have an incompletion. Patrick Mahomes <laughs> is still better. I don't care. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just saying, if, if the narrative is every time he plays Burrow, he loses, but he's great every other time. I, I'm, like, I'm sticking with it. I'm sticking with it. I'm sticking with it. I don't, it would take quite a bit. For anybody to dethrone Patty. Like, it would take, like, years of excellence to kind of dethrone him at this point. But I, I I do take back my... I do backtrack on that because if we're going with that narrative, then it's kind of like, okay, Eli is better than Brady. So I'm saying, like, we can't so be doing like, this. So it's like, I'll backtrack. We I'll, can't I'll, be doing this. I, I can back, backtrack on my we, Like, <laughs> Big Ben was never better than Peyton Manning, but like they yeah. they had they happened to beat them a couple times in the playoffs. Like that's, yeah. you know, it's like both can be great, but Just it it something is great to be said that like we we got to see a a bunch of just great AFC quarterbacks duking it out in, in the conference finals and all that. Now here we are again, just younger same thing, yeah, same thing. Yeah. <laughs> younger, probably more talented with like the stuff that they can do now, like. No, that's just the way, yeah, running. and that's just the way the NFL yeah. will be in, in 15 yeah, years. And, and, the same and, and no knock, yeah, no knock on them. Like, guys, guys would be passing it to themselves in 15 years. Like, that, that's fine. But, like, <laughs> shout out Mariota <laughs> for inventing that, I guess. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, that, that'll be wild, whatever's happening back then. And then, you know, I'm sure then some dude named Jacob Donaldson will be the best quarterback we've ever seen and he'll be playing for like the Raiders and we'll be like wow why did people crap on the Raiders all this time it's like bro because they couldn't stay out of jail like like it's gonna be like Raiders and Lions in the Super Bowl and everybody's gonna lose their mind it'll actually be Jared Goff still Jared Goff will still be the quarterback and there'll be a point where we're like man why did anybody think this guy sucked he's the best to ever do it look at him and yeah, these offenses yeah, the narrative's gonna <laughs> completely change on, on Jared Goff. It won't. <laughs> it, won't. it won't. He's it won't. he's still dog. Don't let the stats he, fool you. He is so okay. He's no. probably the best game manager in the league. Probably not, but sure. <laughs> Who's a better one? So Who's a better I, one? I no Who's a better one right now? <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo. Hell no. Nah. <laughs> Hell are you seeing what Brock Purdy's doing? <laughs> <laughs> system quarterback this, this this dude jimmy garoppolo is getting outplayed but from some dude from iowa 
Hell no. Regardless, who who do you got in the AFC Championship game? I don't know. <laughs> I, I I don't know. Um, I, that that's same I, same reaction I, I, I have I, with the NFC. Like no matter what, it's just like I think I, the Bengals are a better team. I think they're a better, more well-rounded team. I think they have a better uh, defensive line as a unit. I do think their O line's a little bit worse. I, they have they have obviously a better receivers the quarterbacks are what we just talked about i think andy reed's a way better coach i think that matters i am the biggest zach taylor hater of all time i think he's a terrible coach and i'm mad that he's been super successful mm-hmm. i'm very mad about it i think he sucks um with that being said mahomes isn't gonna lose twice in a row to the Bengals in the playoffs mahomes Fair enough. I I agree with every single word that <laughs> right? said. And there's no, no, arg- <laughs> there's no argument with anything that you said. I'm, go- <laughs> I'm going with the Bengals. <laughs> and I'm not even mad at it. Um, yeah. Like sometimes, no, no matter how much it all makes sense, nothing makes sense. I'm really so. happy that it's wound up this way because... You could have, like, chalked this line, and I think pretty much every game leading up to this felt right. I mean, the Bills-Bengals one could have been uh, an up-in-the-air one for for whoever. I I do think if you looked at it objectively, the Bengals were a better team for longer when it mattered more in this season. So it it got chalk, and I'm happy that at this point, this is hard decisions. And, you know, one of these games is going to be a blowout. I think there'll I be. One, I think there's gonna be one good game this weekend and one bad game this weekend. And the bad I, I game, disagree. the bad game will be a team coming back and not doing it well enough. If I had to guess which one, I would say it's like the Eagles trying to come back against the Niners. If I had to guess, that's how I feel about this weekend. I think this game is gonna be great regardless. This game will actually be similar. It'll turn into a great game. Bengals are gonna go up like fourteen right away. Just like they did against the Bills. <laughs> Watch it. Watch it. Who cares how many points Mahomes is down? You remember that Texans game a couple years ago? 24. You remember that game? Like, I know you were 20, watching that game. Do you 20, remember? 20, 20, 24 to nothing. I remember I was in the car driving back home from Mercedes-Benz Stadium at, in Atlanta. Was was working there, driving back. We're watching it on the on the phone, and we're just seeing that. And I'm just like, huh? <laughs> the, the funniest part They're about that game <laughs> was they scored their first touchdown. The Chiefs did, and you're like, oh, that was easy. <laughs> and then they got to stop. And this is before the half, or like, I don't remember if it was before the half or not. They got to stop, and it was like, oh, they're just gonna come back and win this game, aren't they? Yeah, and they slaughtered them. It was not even close. It turned into a blowout. Yeah, it w- it wasn't like it was twenty eight twenty four, and no, they it just ripped it out. It was, like, it was like what forty something. I I think it was, I'm gonna look it up real quick. I think it was forty eight to twenty seven. <laughs> like, yeah. So like, you guys only got a field goal after. Let me let me double check. No no no, I was wrong. They did score a they scored a little bit. It was fifty one to thirty one. The Chiefs scored 28 points in the second quarter. 
ridiculous. I, I need to rewatch that game. I remember how ridiculous that was. We're we're gonna do that after we we're done recording, dude. Fifty one to oh. thirty one, and they were down twenty four nothing. I'm so ain't, down to rewatch that after. Ain't no way. All right, we're gonna get into that. Uh, everybody, thank you for watching. Let us know who you guys think are gonna win these uh, conference championship games and who's gonna be in the Super Bowl. There's kind of a lot happening there. I'm super excited about it. We are getting down to the nitty-gritty. We will not be talking about the Pro Bowl next week. I'll tell you what. We'll talk about how these games worked out and uh, the landscape of uh, the rest of the sports world. So be excited for that. I'm excited to see you there. And love you guys. Thank you so much for watching. Take it easy, everybody. Have a good rest of your week. Peace.